You ever have one of those days where you zip up your pants and you're like, what the heck? (laughs) Did somebody shrink these things on me? What is going on here? What's interesting is when we are bloated, it feels like we've gained weight. And sometimes you have gained weight on the scale, and I'll talk about why that happens. But a lot of times it's just bloating. It's not necessarily fat gain or that you've gained permanent weight, but you've definitely gained some water weight. So in this episode, I'm going to share with you simple, quick tips to help you lose the bloat fast. Welcome to The Shalene Show. Shalene is a New York Times bestselling author, celebrity fitness trainer, and obsessed with helping you live your dream life. Whether you had a crazy weekend or maybe girls night out, perhaps you just came off of a vacation or you just, for whatever reason, feel really bloated today and it doesn't make sense. Maybe you've got this important event this weekend and you wanna look phenomenal in that form-fitting dress. Now, I'm not one for quick fixes, But inflammation, especially acute inflammation, is something that came on quickly. So I don't have a problem with you trying to get rid of it quickly, especially if you understand what's going on and why this is happening. The first thing I have to share with you is that my goal is never to insult your intelligence. I know you're super smart. So I'm going to give you these quick tips, and I'm going to make this a short episode, but I don't want to insult your intelligence by just giving you tips without helping you also understand like what's going on in your body. Because if you understand what's going on in your body, you can make really good decisions for yourself that maybe aren't answered on this podcast. Like let's say, for example, your girlfriend calls and she's like, okay, I've got this amazing little pill that we can take and it helps us to lose the bloat. Or I've heard that if we eat this, it'll help us lose the bloat or whatever it is. If you understand how your body works, you then have a better idea of whether something is a gimmick or legit. So let me start by saying that your body is this magnificent machine. We have been designed to do almost everything that an aid or a prescription or a pill or a quick fix is being marketed to us to do for our bodies. In other words, If we're feeding our body the right nutrients, if we're taking care of our body, if we're avoiding exposure to toxins, if we are living a healthy lifestyle, very much like the overall premise of the 131, if you're paying attention to all the areas that truly are markers of health other than just what you eat and how often you exercise, well, if we do that, then our bodies will work with us, not against us. We weren't meant to feel achy and tired swollen, puffy, gassy, and fatigued. We were meant to feel really good. Our bodies were meant to rid us of toxins. We shouldn't have brain fog. We should feel phenomenal. But most of us don't because we've just been following kind of a, I don't know, a limited, shall we say, prescription of what health should look like. But if we're really taking care of ourselves, our body will detoxify and de-bloat on its own. Nonetheless, Sometimes we're exposed to toxins or we've eaten things that, you know, we're a human and I don't expect you to be perfect. I'm certainly not perfect and nor do I have any interest in being perfect. And there are times when we we either eat things or we stay up really late or we just do things that aren't healthy. And because of that, our bodies then try to tell us, they try to send us a message like this isn't right. And that's when we feel chronic pain. That's when we feel bloating and inflammation. And that's when we feel brain fog. That's our body trying to tell us, hey, You need to take care of me if you want me to take care of you. 
And when that happens, because you're a human and you're not perfect, I want to share with you some quick tips that'll allow you to get back to feeling normal, get back to feeling better quicker. And I'm going to share these quick tips with you, but gosh, just before I do, I have to say, these are short-term fixes. If you want to permanently feel good, you need to address your health from the inside out. And it is so much more than your diet. It is so much more than exercising yourself into the ground. There are so many different areas of your health that I want to help you to refine so that this is so much easier. Like it is so much easier once you understand how your body works. And that's my mission with the 131. So I'm inviting you to learn more about it. You can go to 131movement.com. No, you are not going to get sick of me hearing about this. Just eventually you're going to go, all right, fine. I will take a look and I will see what it is you're talking about because y'all, it is not a diet. Okay, back to you and inflammation. So the reason why our bodies get inflamed in the first place is as a means of protection. So think about the last time you had a sliver, the tip of your finger, right? Even if it's a little teeny tiny microscopic sliver, the size you can't even see, you can't even see it without putting your reading glasses on and shining the light from your iPhone and grabbing a magnifying glass. It's like really hard to see. But what happens to the tip of your finger? It hurts like hell and it gets swollen and red and puffy. Now, what do you think causes that? Test question. Well, it's your body sending fluids to those tissues to repair them and to protect them. Think of it as like an insulation. That swelling kind of immobilizes things. So if you've ever rolled your ankle, your body very quickly sends tons of fluid to that location to protect the tissues and it almost immobilizes your ankle. It's almost like a cast, a built-in cast. Isn't the body miraculous? Well, that's what happens when, for example, you train so hard that you're actually breaking down, creating little teeny tiny microscopic tears in the muscle tissue, which is, by the way, a good thing because those little tiny microscopic tears, which are not permanently damaging, they're just enough to stress the tissues so that they rebuild stronger, leaner. It's a good thing. But when that happens, and I know you can relate to this, when you work out so hard that you're like, oh my God, girl, I am walking like this because I did Shalene's lower body workout and my legs are killing me, right? You've had one of those days. You're just walking a little funny. You have to like grab on to the walls like with both hands, a hand on each side of the wall in order to just slowly lower yourself down onto the commode. One of those days. What's happening if you were to get on the scale? you would see something that might discourage you. And that would be temporary water gain. Why? Because all those tissues in the lower body, which are, is where your largest muscle groups are, all those tissues are inflamed. Not a bad thing. It's a good thing, a necessary thing. But your body, anytime there's any type of trauma, sends water and fluids to those areas. And that creates a temporary increase in your weight. So why does this happen when we feel bloated? Like you wake up and you're like, gosh, I don't remember my pants being this tight. And why do I, why do I look like I'm four months pregnant? What's going on here? Well, often your body is responding to a foreign object, the same way that little tiny piece of wood in the tip of your finger is a foreign object. Think about it. Think about how microscopically tiny a sliver needs to be 
in order to create this inflammatory response in your body. Now imagine it's not just a sliver, it's like cocktail after cocktail after cocktail. That's a toxin to your body. And your body says, oh man, we've got to get rid of this. But it's systematic. Now it's in your system. And so the body holds on to water everywhere. You'll wake up and your eyes will be hooded. Your face will be puffy. Your jeans will fit tight. The elastic on your socks is creating an indentation. When you take off your socks, you can still see the line where your socks were. That is body inflammation. Now, what you need to know is that you might be suffering from chronic inflammation. And if that's the case, you have got to. Do you hear the passion in my voice? You have got to look into the 131. And I think a lot of people don't realize that they are chronically inflamed. And that is too long for me to explain to you and how to fix that yourself. But that's one of the very first things that we tackle in the 131. Today, we're talking about acute inflammation. Inflammation that happens because we've spent a weekend eating all the wrong foods and drinking all the wrong beverages. It happens because we have exposed ourselves to toxins. It can happen because we've spent way too many nights getting too few hours of sleep. It can happen because you've been in a smoky, unhealthy environment. You know you're experiencing acute systematic inflammation if just suddenly the next morning you wake up and you're like, what the heck? I gained eight pounds last night? How did that happen? You didn't, but your body is trying to protect you by holding on to water, by holding on to fluids. The primary organ responsible for detoxifying your body, for removing these chemicals and foreign objects, if you will, or I don't want to necessarily say foreign objects because it's not like you swallowed a hammer or something, but they're foods that are they're foreign to your body or they aggravate your body. And sometimes these can be healthy foods. Sometimes these are foods where you're just eating too much of something that your body, it's so much that it's creating a toxic effect. An example of that is glucose and glycogen. In other words, the sugar that is broken down from eating too many carbohydrates, right? You've had one of those weekends where you just go off the rails and you overload on pizza and donuts and bread and carbs and, you know, you feel it the next day. There's a reason why. You're creating a toxic effect in your body. Our ancestors did not have access to that kind of carbohydrate processed food overload. And we haven't evolved that much from our ancestors. I mean, the food industry has, but we haven't. So your body can respond to that. Now, the body's primary organ to detoxify all of these things is the liver. So now if you combined an overload of carbohydrates, glycogen, and glucose, and then on top of that, alcohol, which is also a toxin, and that also breaks down into simple sugars. And then on top of that, you factor in just the normal environmental toxins that we're exposed to every single day. And now you're short on sleep and now you're feeling bad, which is stressing you out. Well, your liver is having to work on overdrive. Like it is really being taxed. What the liver does is it breaks down everything you're putting into your body, nutrients, toxins, you name it. It breaks them down and, well, it does a lot of different things, but to simplify this podcast, you need to understand that the body breaks them down into water-soluble chemicals. In other words, it's releasing it back into your body as water, and your body's job is to expel these waters. But you've already probably picked up on the irony. 
is your liver is breaking down all of these things into a water-soluble chemical that's now in your body that you can expel in the form of water or urine, etc. sweat. We'll talk about that in just a second. But at the same time, because your body is under attack, it also wants to hold on to fluids. So how do you make this process happen a little quicker? Again, if we're talking about acute inflammation, well, here are my tips for you. Number one, you need to get the water out. And you want to do this naturally. The easiest way to do it is by sweating. Let's start with the most basic way to do that. Be active, more active than normal. If you want to feel better, you're going to need to sweat it out. So this might not be the day I would choose to do, you know, a 20-minute HIIT workout. This is the day I probably would do my hour-long steady-state cardio workout where I'm just pouring with sweat. You actually want to get your body temperature up so that you can sweat out these toxins. Another phenomenal way to do this is with infrared saunas or any type of hot treatment. Of course, you want to check with your doctor first and make sure if you have high blood pressure or you're pregnant or any other condition that might be aggravated by elevating your core temperature, you want to avoid that or at least talk to your doctor. But for most of us, if you've not done an infrared sauna, it's amazing. And I would love for you to look at some of the research on the use of infrared saunas to aid in longevity. It's really remarkable. I thought it was gimmicky. I'm like, oh, this is just one of those things Oh boy. And then, you know, I I went into an infrared sauna and they handed me a pamphlet and it had all kinds of health claims on it. And I'm like, oh boy, where's the research? And then I listened to a fellow podcaster's episode. I'm going to give her a shout out to Dr. Rhonda. Shoot, I can't remember her last name right now. Dr. Rhonda. Anyways, her podcast is called Found My Fitness. She's dope. She's so smart. And she's done several episodes very scientifically based. This isn't a podcast for a light listener. I mean, you really need to like listen to it on slow-mo and write down a lot of notes and look them up afterwards. Anyways, she's had some incredible leading researchers and cites credible research as it pertains to infrared sauna, but that's a great way to sweat out some toxins. You're losing water just by walking around. You're losing a ton of water if you're talking all day. So maybe you should be talking and singing while you're in that infrared sauna. Oh, here's an idea. You should be talking, singing, exercising, and in the infrared sauna all at the same time. The more water you lose, the quicker you're going to lose the bloat. The next thing you have to do is be aware of what you're putting in your body that's actually causing inflammation. So if you're talking about losing the bloat quickly, I'm not telling you you need to do this indefinitely, but if you really want to lose the bloat quickly, you need to greatly reduce your intake of carbohydrates. I'm not saying indefinitely. Carbs are healthy. We need to eat them. But not if you feel like a blowfish. Then you need to cut back in the carbohydrates. And guess what else you need to cut back on? Anything that your body knows to be toxic. See, you don't know it to be toxic because you're like, I've always been eating this, this, and this, and this bag of that, and this box of this. But your body doesn't recognize processed foods the way your eyeballs do. And eating processed foods is a constant and chronic attack on your digestive system. So if you want to lose this bloat for this, you know, event you've got coming up this weekend, or just so you feel like yourself again, so your face isn't swollen, then you've got to eliminate, at least for this week, at least for three days, processed foods. Go all natural. I want you to eat a diet that 
is very much like probably what your ancestors ate. Eliminate the grains, eliminate carbohydrates, cut the sugar out entirely. There's so much sugar that's just naturally in our foods that by picking up something that's loaded with sugar or by adding sugar or, you know, these sweet drinks and all the things that we're eating, like it is so bad for you. It's poison. It's poison for your kids. Stop poisoning your kids. That's another episode. Be very, very conscious of it. This is a process. Dude, I have to keep reminding myself, I'm sharing with you quick, short-term fixes. But if you want a long-term solution and really to understand this stuff, I'm going to say it again, 131movement.com. Okay, so you want to eliminate processed foods. We're going to eliminate carbohydrates as much as possible. We're going to stick to a diet. Now, you're going to think that I'm going to say lots and lots of vegetables, but here's the deal. Not everyone can process vegetables the same way. So if we're talking about doing a short-term fix, you don't want to put something in your body that's going to be viewed or seen or digested as an irritant. So I've seen on lots of websites, here's one of those biggest myths, to eat cruciferous vegetables like kale and broccoli and cauliflower. And those kinds of things are great. Wonderful. You need fiber in your diet. But when you're bloated, fiber is going to make you feel even more bloated, especially especially if it's not something you regularly eat in your diet. So stick with foods that are bland and unprocessed and increase your healthy fats. Next up on the list, this one's going to surprise you because you're trying to get rid of water. In order to do that, we've got to hydrate you. In other words, we've got to flush out the toxins. So you're going to increase your water intake tremendously. I don't know how much you're drinking right now, but I will tell you this. People who are chronically dehydrated are also chronically bloated. Did you know that? Yeah. Just by increasing your water intake, many times you can get rid of chronic bloating. So I want you to increase your water intake. And you can Google search this and see so many different pieces of advice. But here's the bottom line. And trust me, I have talked to countless experts about this. There's one simple way to know how much water you should be drinking. Drink enough water until such time that your urine is nearly clear. Nearly clear. Very light, okay? You don't have to worry about drinking so much water that it becomes toxic. I mean, you're not an idiot. Just use your common sense. But that's a really good way to gauge it because I've seen so many different formulas. Like if you're this taller, if you weigh this much, drink this much amount of water. But that doesn't factor in a lot of other things like How much toxicity do you have in your body? Are you the type of person who has a really difficult time detoxifying? Like maybe you have a MTHFR gene mutation that makes it more challenging for your body to rid itself of these toxins. Then you would need more water. Maybe you exercise more than the average person. Maybe you're one of those people that you just sweat like crazy or you live in a hot environment. So I'm not a fan of all these recipes for exactly how many ounces you're supposed to drink. I can tell you for me what that almost magic number is, which allows me to nearly have clear urine. I don't know if that's too much information. I'm sorry, but it's about 75 to 100 ounces of water in order for me to really, truly flush out the system. Now, you can drink pure water, but if you really want to intensify the effects of this detoxification, I want you to add lemon, fresh ginger, and a dash of cayenne pepper. Now, you can also add a little bit of all-natural stevia to sweeten it up. 
And you don't need much. We're talking just a very lightly flavored water. But the combination of each of these natural properties has an anti-inflammatory effect. They improve digestion, boost your metabolism, and help to rid the body of toxins. And maybe you heard in a previous episode me talking about how I kicked my diet soda habit by drinking this concoction. And I'm just going to be straight up with you and tell you that I started doing that not to detoxify my body or not even because of all the health benefits of combining the lemon, the ginger, and the cayenne. I started doing it because I just didn't enjoy drinking plain water, so I would never drink enough. And it felt like such a chore. I'm like, oh, (laughs) more water. Now I'm fully addicted, but not to chemicals, like the chemicals that are in your diet sodas or your regular sodas, which is even worse. Now I'm addicted to these the health properties and the taste, the bite and the sting of the cayenne pepper. Like it's, oh, you know, everyone can mix their own way. I have a recipe that I will link for you on our blog. So when you click on my show notes, it'll take you to the blog and you'll see the whole recipe for my own personal lemon ginger cayenne water recipe. I make up a huge batch every week. As I said, I go through about 100 ounces per day. I freaking love this stuff. I drink so much and I love it. And so that's one thing you have to do. Now, the reason why we want to do this is because if the body is just slightly dehydrated, Even though you've got all this water your body's holding on to, it's going to hold on to that water too, even the water that you're trying to get rid of, because your body's worried you're not going to get more. So it may seem counterintuitive to you to have so much water in your body and to drink more. But trust me, as long as your electrolytes are balanced, then you will be able to flush it. And you'll know because you'll be, frankly, running to the bathroom a lot. And if you're not sure about your electrolytes, one simple tip is to add just a pinch of Himalayan sea salt. Not your white table salt, but pink Himalayan sea salt. My last and final tip for you to drop the bloat quickly is to increase your sleep by up to two hours each night. And if you're like, what? Girl, are you kidding me? How am I going to get two extra hours of sleep? I don't know. That's not my job. That's your job. I'm just telling you, if you want to do this quickly, sleep is like the magic fixer. It's the magic healer. Your body needs to heal and it needs to detoxify. Our brain does all of its detoxification during our REM sleep. At night, while we're sleeping, the body heals itself and replenishes during sleep. And the less digestion your body has to do at night, the better. So even if you're an intermittent faster and you normally eat really late in the day, I don't know what your schedule is for intermittent fasting, but if you're one of those people who you eat your meals within a specified number of hours and it tends to be later in the day so you can eat with your family, et cetera, no problem. However, if you're trying to get rid of the bloat quickly, then what you want to do is shift that block, that window of time you're eating to earlier in the day so that you're giving yourself at least three to four hours before bedtime to digest all of your food. Now you're getting an extra couple hours of sleep. Oh my gosh, girl, you're going to look so good in that dress this week. Like, Trust me, your face is going to look great. Your eyes are going to look great. Your skin's going to be radiant because you're going to be flushing the system, getting all this extra sleep, ridding your body of toxins, sweating it out, eliminating processed foods, eliminating carbohydrates and sugar and no alcohol. If you're trying to de-bloat, no alcohol. 
These are my tips. I hope that you found them helpful. You might want to earmark this episode. I don't know if you need it today, but I'll just bet you a million bucks there's going to be a moment in the near future where you're going to be like, ugh, why do I feel like a blowfish? What was it Shaleen said to do again? Yeah, this is how you detox and lose the blow in less than a week. Remember, these are quick fixes. I've got so many more things I want to share with you about the miracle of your body and give you answers, solutions. I want you to know how incredibly intelligent you are and that so much of the stuff that we're shoved down our throat that people just, they act like sheep being herded into a corral and everyone's doing the same freaking thing. Oh my, it's driving me nuts, people. And it's killing you and it's killing your mojo. It's making you gain weight. It's making you feel like you failed and it's destroying your health. So why don't you figure out how to get healthy from the inside out? And you can do this with your whole family. Man, if I hear one more person say, you know, I was thinking about the one through one, but I've, I've got kids and a husband, and so I don't know if it'll work. What? Excuse me? It's a health program. So why? That comes from a dieter's mentality where we used to have like separate diet food that mom would be eating while the rest of the family got to eat this food. No. And dads too. If you're the person in charge of your family's health, you need to understand how to help them be healthy. And I don't just mean your food and your diet. I'm talking about they need to know how to have a healthy relationship with food. Food is not the enemy. Food is medicine. And this is a program that has helped thousands, tens of thousands, now almost 50,000 people who have changed not only their mindset around food and health and what it means to be healthy, they're changing their families' lives and the people around them. So I'm, I invite you to learn more about it. Go to 131movement.com to learn more. And thank you so much for listening to this episode. I look forward to hearing your thoughts on it. And I hope that you'll share it with a friend too. So all you do is click that little share button on your podcast app, whatever one you're listening to, you know, the universal symbol for share, which is like a box with an arrow. And you can literally like text it to somebody right now, which is pretty cool. And I appreciate when you do that. You are thebomb.com. I love you and I'll talk to you soon. 